Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Hello, everyone. Thank you very much for choosing to listen to my podcast again today, unless this is the first time you've ever listened to it, in which case the word again wasn't uh, appropriate. And so for those brand new people, I will say thank you for choosing to listen to my podcast for the first time. In any case, hello, and I hope you're doing well today. Here is a brand new episode, hot on the heels of the last one. And my friend Paul Taylor is back on the podcast again this time. And I just wanted to add a few things here before we start properly. This is not going to be a 15-minute introduction, though, I promise. It'll be 14 minutes. Actually, I don't know how long it'll be, but it's not going to be 15 minutes. Okay, I'm now looking at the timer. Right. So, just a few things to say before we get started properly. Firstly, there is a video version of this episode and you can watch it on my YouTube channel or on the page for this episode on my website. And if you're watching on YouTube, use <laughs> what happened? If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe, of course. By the way, I reached 100,000 subscribers on YouTube the other day, which is nice. Thank you very much if you wrote me a message saying congratulations. Um, it's a nice milestone. And if YouTube decides that I'm eligible, then I should receive one of those shiny things from them, a kind of plaque, which I can proudly display in my pod room at home. And if, or in fact, if and when that shiny plaque arrives, I'll do some kind of YouTube live stream in which I unbox the plaque and do some of the usual live streaming shenanigans so listen out for announcements about the time and date for that on the podcast soon. By the way, listeners, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, wait, what was that word? And what was that other word? So we had the word eligible. We also just had the word shenanigans. And we had the word plaque and milestone and a few nice little phrases. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're ever wondering about those things, then, you know, you can visit the page for this episode on my website and you'll find this introduction. Um, the, you'll find the transcript for this introduction there. Okay. And that's usually the case when I do some sort of introduction like this. Normally, you'll find that introduction presented for you on the page for the episode on the website. So you can look through that uh, text and find those words and then you can do all of your, you know, vocabulary research, checking the words in dictionaries, looking for examples and all those sorts of things. Okay, so let's continue. This will not be 15 minutes. Okay, we've been going for about two and a half minutes so far. So I think we're on track. So yes, uh, when I get the YouTube shiny thing, I'll probably do a YouTube live stream 
to unbox the thing and present it to you. But I, I've heard that YouTube often takes ages to get these things sent out to people. And they might decide that I don't even deserve it. I mean, apparently you've got to apply for it and stuff. So it's a bit of a pain in the neck. But anyway, talking of YouTube Live, after recording this episode, Paul invited me onto his Happy Hour Live, his weekly YouTube live stream. And we had a lot of fun celebrating my 100,000 subscriber milestone with a nice bottle of champagne, uh, which Paul provided, which was nice of him. So we drank some champagne. We did some funny accent challenges. That's reading famous lines and quotes from films in different accents. And also, we looked at some common French idioms and tried to translate them into English. So check it out. You'll be able to find that video too on Paul's YouTube channel for Happy Hour Live. It's called Happy Hour Live with Paul Taylor, I think, or Paul Taylor's Happy Hour Live can't remember but you'll find it on his youtube channel and also you'll find that it's uh, provided for you it's embedded on the page for this episode on my website just always go to the episode page just so many amazing things available to you there completely free it's a treasure trove of wonders so you'll find the paul taylor happy hour live video along with the video for the episode that you are listening to now So plenty of video content for you to check out if you like. This episode, this is number 713, is very similar to the last one featuring Paul, which was episode 698, published just before Christmas last year. I decided to use the same format as last time, with a few random questions and little challenges and things. The idea being that we'd get a selection of different topics and bits of language during the conversation. So it doesn't really focus on one thing in particular, but a variety of things, some of them quite silly and others more serious. You'll see that this time I chose to call the episode Lucky Dip with Paul Taylor. I also could have called it Pot Luck with Paul Taylor. I thought that Lucky Dip with Paul Taylor or Pot Luck with Paul Taylor, I thought that would be a slightly snappier title than what I went with before, which was Random Questions with Paul Taylor or something. Although, to be fair, that is more descriptive. So, yeah, it's possible to overthink the titles of episodes. It probably doesn't matter that much, as I expect, or hope that most of you will listen to my episodes regardless of the title. Anyway, I should probably explain what those things mean now. So, Lucky Dip and Pot Luck. So, they both refer to situations where you don't really know what you're going to get, but you hope that they will be good things. So a lucky dip is a game that you might play at a fun fair or at a children's party. Lucky, I think you understand, you think you know, L-U-C-K-Y. Dip, D-I-P. That's when, well, there's various meanings of dip, but you can, dip could mean putting something, lowering something in a downward motion into something else. So you dip a biscuit in your tea, right? You dip a, um, a tortilla chip like a crisp a potato chip, I think they call them in, in America. Uh, a, pota- a crisp, you dip a crisp into, a, into something like hummus, right? That's dip. Um, okay, dip a tea bag into uh, uh, hot water, right? So dip. Anyway, a lucky dip is a game that you might play at a fun fair or at a children's party. This is when some items or gifts 
are put into a bag and you have to dip your hand into the bag, rummage around and pick something out. You don't know what you're going to get, although you know it will be some kind of gift or prize or treat like a bag of sweets, a little toy or something like that. So you dip your hand in the bag, rummage around. Oh, what's it going to be? I don't know. You grab something, you pull it out. Oh, it's a thing. It's a chocolate like squirrel. I don't know. Um, So that's the lucky dip. Okay. Now, I thought that was a good title for this one because this episode is a bit like a lucky dip. Paul is essentially blindly dipping into my list of questions and picking things out, not knowing what he'll get. And it's just supposed to be a bit of fun. Potluck is another phrase, that's P-O-T and then L-U-C-K, potluck. Um, or maybe I could have called it podluck, but then that would have been, a, I think that would have been a bit too much. Anyway, potluck is another phrase which could be used to describe a game like the lucky dip, but it's also a general phrase for any situation in which you don't know exactly what you're going to get, but you hope that it'll be good. Oh, potluck. Here are some examples of potluck. A couple are from the Oxford Dictionary for Learners of English. Other dictionaries are available, of course. So you've got things like this. Oh, it's potluck, whether you get good advice or not. All right. Uh, I don't know. Like, what would that be? It's potluck, whether you get good advice or not. You know, you can kind of go onto forums for language learners on the internet and you type a question like, how do you blah de blah de blah? How do you, how do you, what's the best way to improve your accent or um, something like that? Where do I find job interview questions? And it's kind of potluck whether you get good advice or not, because anyone can reply. Any, you know, Mr. Bean can reply and then you get like some stupid answer. So it's kind of potluck whether you get good advice or not. Huh? You see? Another example, when you sign up to English lessons at school, it's potluck what kind of teacher or fellow classmates you'll get. You don't know what you're going to get. Oh, are we going to get a good teacher, a fun teacher, a strict teacher, a, a terrible teacher? It's potluck, isn't it? Okay, so I think you can see how those phrases relate to the concept for this episode. Just a heads up, there is some swearing in this episode, and not just in English. There's a bit of Spanish swearing. This means rude language. So there's some Spanish rude language in here too, because Paul speaks Spanish, which I hope you don't mind too much if Spanish is your first language. Uh, Or in fact, just, you know, I hope you don't mind. But to be honest, it's probably okay, isn't it? I expect so. But I should say that I hope my mum doesn't listen to this episode. And I'll let you find out more as you listen. There was certainly no intention for us to be offensive to anyone in particular during this conversation. And we only talk about rude expressions in order to understand them and perhaps laugh about them a bit. Because some rude expressions in Spanish seem pretty funny to us when you translate them into English. Also, there's the usual fast talking that you get from my episodes with my friends, so I hope you're ready for that. Okay, that's it for my introduction then. How long is that? Oh, nearly 10 minutes. Yeah, I know. I couldn't help. I just couldn't help doing some kind of introduction here at the start of the episode, but hopefully it helps. Okay, but you can now listen to our conversation in full now, and it's completely unedited. So, here we go. Let's begin. Paul Taylor is back on the podcast. Let's go. Paul is on the podcast. Paul is on the podcast. Paul is on the podcast. Paul is on another podcast. Paul's a very funny boy. His laugh I very much enjoy. 
Okay, so let me just make sure I'm unprepared. Good, I'm unprepared. All right, we can start. (laughs) So, hello, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Today, I'm joined again by Paul Taylor. I don't know if I've already done a 15-minute introduction before this, but anyway... I think last time I just said, don't do one, and you didn't. I think I won't. And just don't, just just straight into it. And this is another situation. This is almost the same as last time where uh, we're in a different location. Uh, we're in my studio this time, as opposed to your, your, your place. Mm. Uh, but we are recording your podcast. Yes. Which, and then afterwards, we're going to do my live, mm-hmm. which technically is in the future. Your YouTube live, which is in the future. But for your listeners, it will be in the past. Yes. Because by the time this episode comes out, it'll be after my live. Yeah, so we are trapped in some sort of weird time loop. Just like last time. I remember we, 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 had, we had a lot of fun with that. It's like, hold on. So right now we're, we're in the past because on my live, mm-hmm. I'll be saying to my people on the live, I'll be like, hey, me and Luke, we just recorded a podcast in the past, but it's coming out in the future. But for that podcast, we were f- uh, recording it in the past, but it's coming out in the future. No, I've just said that so twice. What, what's the grammar that we have to use here? Wh- which tense? So, okay, let me try and explain it. So, listeners, obviously, you are listening to this episode of my podcast, joined once again by Paul Taylor, and I'm videoing this. So, people, hi YouTube, may be watching this on YouTube as well. Hello. Um, so, but also after this, we're going to record um, one of Paul's YouTube lives. So, listeners, you will have. No, we, we by the time you okay yeah you, by the time they li- listen to this you li- them listening to this now they will have no we will have recorded your YouTube live so and they will already will, be up they will be able to they are able to watch it now because Paul has put up he's uploaded the video that we will have recorded by the time you uh, are listening to this there we go that's like a past future sentence yeah exactly every tense included in one situation yeah, the present you can go and watch the happy hour live that we will have recorded that we will have recorded by the time that you are now listening to this <laughs> because you're because it is available to you now because paul has uploaded it because we um finished recording it um in the future. In, in real time. Oh, it's fucking too confusing. It's just because mine is live and it stays up straight away and yours is edited uh, and you put it out a couple yes. of days or weeks afterwards. Yes. yes, that's right. So that's the situation. So we are in Paul's, um, do you call it a studio? I call yeah. it a studio. I mean, it's it's technically my, producer, my stand-up producer's office, but I call it the studio. I just call it a studio because it feels like it's not an office. Yeah, let's, it's a studio. It's a place where you record. You've got like lights and stuff. Yeah, exactly. There's professional the, kind the, of stu- looking, professional looking. Um, yeah, they're, I mean, they're, they're, they're very cheap Amazon lights that make that look professional. Like those of you, I mean, those of you who are, who are watching this video on YouTube, if I swing this light over ah. into your face, you'll <laughs> see this blinded me. This is one of the this is one of the lights that's lighting the the studio. There's two others. It's good. It it it. it it works. And so I'm using my camera in Paul's uh, room. So this might look a bit like an episode of it, Happy Hour with Paul Taylor, yeah, but, with a, but with a slightly different camera. Yeah. Now, um, th- I think that this episode, Paul, is going to be almost exactly the same as the last time you were on this podcast. <laughs> last time you were on the podcast, I think it was called Paul is on the podcast forward slash random questions with Paul Taylor. Yeah. Do you remember the concept of that? Uh, no. So, I... I... <sighs> 
Had, so, had you asked your listeners pre before questions for me? No? Um, Random questions. No. So basically, I had um, come up with a list of questions with different themes. And you just called out numbers, and then I asked you those questions. Okay. And then there were different kind of questions, um, conversation points, little challenges, and things like that. Okay. So it's going to be a repeat of uh, the last time we did this, not just because we're going to do an episode of Happy Hour with Paul Taylor after this, but also because the concept is the same. Because <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, part two of the future past podcast. That's right. It's the second part of it. <laughs> oh, anyway, let's not get bogged down in in all those things again. Um. So last time, yes, I, I came up with way too many questions. That oh yeah, you, you yeah. I had fifty questions, and oh, another thing we need to deal with. Another thing that's the same is that Amber is not here again. This is true, and um, and it, it's the same problem again. Last time it was because uh, uh, childcare, yeah, and the schools have just closed in France, so it's the same problem again. That's right. Because uh, we were supposed to go out for lunch tomorrow, I think, the three of us. Yes, that's right. We were going to see each other for a kind of a monthly pod pals meeting. Yeah. Uh, but that's been cancelled because, yeah, childcare has been taken out of the out of the picture because of the new uh, COVID confinement measures that have been introduced by the French government. Uh, basically, schools are closed. And so Amber suddenly has got children to, to look after again. And yeah. She, she only just got creche as well, like... Uh, nursery after a year of just being like oh I, I i don't have nursery then she finally got nursery i think at the beginning of this year two months bang finished she got she got like some time to herself and then the government was like actually no here are your children again <laughs> anyway last time we called amber on the phone do you remember mm. and we, we found her answer phone message which was basically hi amber uh, this is amber i can't get to the phone just don't leave me mess uh, don't no that's it what is it don't call me back don't, I think it's like, don't leave me. I've forgotten. It's just like, don't leave me just a message. Just send me a text. Something like that. <laughs> Maybe we should try and call Amber at some point. Although she's probably trying to put children in bed and things like that. Okay, so um, here we go. 50 questions and challenges on various topics in no particular order. Okay. They're just conversation starters, really, he says, reading from his notes. <laughs> Tell me a number from 1 to 50 and I'll ask you that question or set you that challenge. Here are the little challenges. Um, guess the idiom. Yeah. Right? And I've got here... Oh, you've come prepared with the material. Rummaging through my bag, I have the The Oxford Oxford. uh, Idioms Dictionary for Learners of English. Ah, I love it. Other idioms dictionaries are available by other publishers, but um, I happen to have the Oxford one on me today. Uh, So there's guess the idiom, which is where I explain an idiom, and you have to try and guess what it is, and we'll see how you don't know any phrases or words in your own language. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What else? We've got random accent. Yeah, I remember that. You have to speak in a certain accent for a bit. Uh, Watch out. There are two culturally inappropriate ones. Okay. Uh, Last time we did a... Culturally inappropriate for us white people. Because I imagine for the people of those cultures, it's not not culturally inappropriate. (laughs) They are allowed to speak in their own accent, but let's not get into all the politics of that. But uh, some accents are, you know, a little bit offensive if if certain people do them, arguably. Depends how well you do them as well. Yeah. And the situation. But anyway, um, you you do need to tread carefully sometimes um, when copying different people's accents. Yeah. I got. Didn't I get uh, in trouble for doing a Russian accent? 
one time on your podcast? Um, I don't think it was the accent. So uh, I think the very first time you were on my podcast, you did do a Russian impression, but it wasn't the accent. The accent, people were quite happy to hear you doing a Russian accent. And now, obviously, everyone wants you to do it now. But um, <laughs> uh, Hello, my name is Paul Taylor. I am from England. What, you're England? You're not, that's, that's like the worst Russian spy ever. What? I am from England, honestly. I drinking beer <laughs> with my friend Luke. <laughs> um, what was it? The, what I got in trouble for you something. Got in though. trouble for just you know the usual, just like trotting out various stereotypes of Russia that everyone drinks vodka all the time. Blah blah blah. Right. Yeah. That was like, it. Somebody was like, "Oh, I, I, uh, I'm very disappointed that uh, Paul thinks that everyone in you know." It's yeah, not. Yeah. It's just when you do an accent. That here's the thing: when you imitate an accent, you automatically go to the stereotypical things because that's what makes it funny mm-hmm. if you if you're if, if you're making fun of an english accent right when when people make fun of uh british english accents yeah right? but it's annoying though isn't it oh come fancy a cup of tea yeah but it's chin annoying chin. but it's still like what else are they gonna say they're obviously gonna be like oh hello would you like a cup of tea yes very posh yes hello i'm the queen yes they, they go for the like the stereotypical it's the same thing <laughs> yeah, in french when normal. you're like oh ha ha macron macron les oignons ah oh, ha ha like it's you just you have to do it's just part they go together you can't yeah. it's just imagine you can't imitate a french accent and talk about football it just doesn't you can't be like oh ha, the player he puts the ball in the back of the net like it doesn't it's quite good it's not as funny <laughs> as if you go oh les cigarettes le café i don't know i disagree i think it's better when you when you do it when All you right. talk like a french person you know, it's you. You're good at doing a French accent. Did I tell I, you? For, I, for me, it would be funnier if you did do that French character talking about English things, almost anything else other than the stereotype. You know what I've thought about doing? I've thought about doing a mini series mm-hmm. on TikTok. Um, tangent, 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 tangent. Yeah, go on. About uh, 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 um, if French presidents spoke Cockney. So you know, like French presidents, they. They speak English sometimes at the UN or yeah, like Hollande. Be you, be do be what you yeah, want a, to you can, can do. Yeah, <laughs> do be we can be do what you want to do. Yeah. So basically, there's like clips of these different French presidents speaking English at different points, and I was thinking of dubbing them over in Cockney. Yeah. But so that the lips match. Yeah. So it sounds like their actual voice and like recreating the whole soundscape and like all that kind of, because yeah, you have yeah. to get rid of all of the audio in the thing. And then I'd just be like, you can't be do what we want to do. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, you know, if French president spoke in a Cockney accent. You should do it. Uh, and like the same thing, if, 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 you know, when Boris Johnson, I think, has spoken French a couple of times or when the Queen <laughs> speaks French, I, can, I would just love to like find a video of the queen speaking french and just dubbing her over like in like in normal in like or in canadian french yeah with like a really strong parisian accent yeah or it'd be amazing yes that would be good anyway that would be good tangent go on tangent. so i have to choose a number you were going through the different things so. okay i was going through the challenges we will get to this this thing in a, in a moment i promise everybody <laughs> <laughs> um last time you had brazilian portuguese and i had a few comments oh yeah from people were people were impressed by your ability to speak um, was I doing it in was, I wasn't I, speaking Portuguese I was doing it in uh, I think you were trying to speak English with a Brazilian Portuguese accent okay. and, and, they, and they liked it that's liked good it. Right. listeners if you want to hear that you'll need to go back to the previous episode um, of you know I think I might call this Lucky Dip with Paul Taylor Lucky Dip I like it although it's the last one wasn't called Lucky Dip and it's the same thing but I think I'll call it Lucky what Dip what was the last one called 
just like Paul is on the podcast slash random questions with Paul Taylor. It did well. I mean, the less the episode did well, but lucky tip with lucky tip. No, lucky dip with Paul Taylor. Anyway, lucky tit. <laughs> That's that would be another uh, concept. So let's have it. Uh, there's also guess the punchline. Ah, oh, damn! <laughs> I forgot to bring a book. I forgot <laughs> to bring the joke book. It's all right. I'll, I'll think of something. Guess the punchline. And in, in, in that one, I'll tell you the setup to a joke and you have to guess the punchline. I might give you some clues. This probably won't be very funny. Yeah, it never worked, did it? Yeah. it did, that one didn't work because it's just very difficult to... Uh, we might well, maybe the number that I don't... Because I might not even choose one of these. Like, you know, the numbers I might choose might end up being yeah. all of the other things and you not might that. Not we'll see. that. We'll I, see. I might skip that. We'll we see. will play it by ear. Guess yes. the idiom. Very good. Oh, um, citizenship test is another one. Yes, I love it. Try to answer a random question from the British citizenship test, and you do have to pronounce British citizenship test as well as part of the challenge. Okay. Okay, so uh, some of the questions have been crossed out. Those are the ones you did last time. Let's carry on. So give me a number then, please. Uh, okay. Between 1 and 15. Uh, I'm going to pick... I've forgotten his number now. Hold on, hold on, hold on. My little brother's... Uh... And by the way, we're drinking beer, listeners, um, because we're in the studio where Paul does this, and he has a little fridge down there. I do. Containing beers, which is good. So cheers. Cheers, everybody, and cheers, Paul. Yeah, cheers. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's other, get, let's other... get, hold on, let's get the cheers on the mic. There we go. Mm. Um, 28. Number 20. Because it's my little brother's number when he plays football. Where'd you buy your tea? Where do I buy my tea? That's a great question. Uh, thanks to um, a, a pretty well-known host of a podcast called Luke Thompson. Uh, he suggested that I get Marks and Spencer's Gold Blend. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? Yes. Because uh, a couple of times when I was in the early days of the original Skypod, um, I don't know if that was the original Skypod. Um, the, the, the one, yeah, the yeah, Terrace. Yeah, the original I don't know if you Sky, had a Skypod before that. I had a, I've, you know, been in other places recording the podcast before that, but that was but the... it wasn't in the Sky. No, that was the, the original Skypod, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Luke did uh, give me a c- cups of teas, and I really enjoyed that. So I usually get them from Marks and Spencer, unless I can't be bothered, because there's not really one near me, in which case I go for Tetley. Because it's the only one that's like readily available in, in French local, news. Yeah, exactly. Supermarket. There's that, or there's uh, what was the other one? Twinings English <sighs> breakfast. Yeah, they're not great to be honest. Neither yeah. of them. The ones I have at the office currently are uh, PG Tips pyramids. Because I got them for you. Oh, you did. Yeah, you brought them last time. They're yeah. yours. Yeah, exactly. That's true. And the other ones are Taylor's of Harrogate's. Yes, and and, and yeah, I think they're, Amber they're, brought those. Taylor's of Harrogate's. I think are good. I think so. They're all right. They're not as anywhere near as good as the Marks and Spent. Like, I've, nothing has beaten that for me so mm. far. And now all the other teas taste like shit. Yeah, that's the thing. That if you get, if you, if you get used to good tea, yeah. then all other teas just like unacceptable. And well, then, and then the problem is, is like, sometimes I, it's months before I go back to Marks and Spencer. So then I end up getting like Tetley and I deal with that and I get used to that again. Yeah. And it makes it even better when I then go back to Marks and Spencer's and get the gold blend. I'm like, ah, oh, this is amazing. Yeah. Hits the spot, yeah. doesn't it? Okay. And all right. So there's, there isn't really a Marks and Spencer near you, is there, I no. think? Okay. All right. Um, very good. Very interesting. Let's, shall we move on? Paul's looking for numbers. Like, you don't I am. know the numbers. I am. <laughs> you uh, don't even know I'm, them. I'm going to go for uh, this beer runs out on 020222 so there's lots of twos in there i'm gonna go with two just two just two 
Do you ever speak in another accent that isn't yours? Like, for example, when you're alone in the house, do you ever just like natter away to yourself in another accent which is not yours? If so, which one? And tell us more. Um, I will do, yeah, I'll do two. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm talking to myself or if I'm banging onto myself in English, I sometimes... Uh, slip in to either Irish, like Northern Irish, because my mum's Northern Irish. Northern Irish. Northern Irish. Fucking bastard, so you are. Uh, or Scottish, depending on what I'm talking about. There's not really a rule, but sometimes, yeah, I'll slip into Northern Irish mm-hmm. or Scottish. Okay. Uh, if I'm doing English. Give a blast to the Scottish then. Let's say Scottish. You're just, what are you doing? You're just messing around trying to set up your recording stuff. Just, yeah, I, if I'm setting up, it's more, it's more. It won't be like full sentences I'll be doing in those accents if I am. Uh, it'll be like a rat. It'll be like a burst of words or something. You know, like if, if, if I don't know, if, if, if something's not working, I'll just be like, ah, oh, yeah, stupid bastard. It's like, normally anger. Yeah, it'll be a couple of words here and there. Actually, there's a theme through this. Yeah, it's anger. Uh, when it's, uh, when I slip into Irish, Scottish, or in French, the other accent I do is Quebecois. Um, where I'll swear in Quebecois instead of French French. Tabarnak. Tabarnak de colis. Um, it just, for me, it sounds better than it does in French. I, I don't, French swearing, I don't find very funny. Like it doesn't, it doesn't inspire Spanish. I love, uh, gives a bit of Spanish swearing. Listen to Spanish listeners. Paul is about to, uh, uh, break forth with some Spanish swearing. Uh, be, be prepared. Spanish swearing. I've kind of, it's been a long time. Me cago en la pu, me cago en tu puta madre. Joder, joder, tío. Lo que pasa es que estamos aquí grabando un podcast con Lux English Podcast. Muy bien, perfecto. Me cago en tu puta madre. It just sounds good. Did you shit in the milk at any point there? No, I shit I shit in your mother who's a whore. <laughs> Me cago is I shit en yeah. tu puta madre is your mother who's a whore. How do you physically do that? Shit inside my mother? Oh, who, yeah. by the way, is a whore. Yeah, so I, I, I thought about this, the logistics about it. I love it. the way it's tacked on. I shit in your mother who... Oh, addition in addition is a whore. Yeah. Thank you. It's like your mother's a whore and I shit in her. <laughs> but I figured out logistically, I mean, if your mother is a whore, then I can pay for her to... So she gets money from this? Well, she gets money uh, because basically, you you, uh, you know, I'd stop off at Bois de Boulogne in, in, in Paris, which is renowned for where prostitutes hang out, yeah. right? And I would pay her, I'd be like, get in the van... And uh, some sexual stuff's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And when she's not expecting it, I shit in her. Okay. Th- that's the only way that I can imagine being able... Because if I was just having tea around your mum's house, it would be difficult for me to shit in her. Well, it, it also added into the insult is the fact that she's a whore. So that's already built into this scenario. Well, yeah, but the thing is, if it was just me cago en tu madre, <laughs> if I shit in your mum, I find that more of, an, uh, of a difficult thing to do. Like, I, I, like props, if you do that. Because me cago en tu puta madre, I shit in your mother who's a whore. You know, if, you're, if your sexual thing is to shit in people's mouths, then, you know, some people like it. I don't know why. But anyway... Uh, you know, I have to say, um, we should move on. <laughs> <laughs> you asked. I have to say that we must move on. You asked. From, from talking about. All right. So Scottish, <laughs> I, Scottish, Irish and Quebecois. Okay. Uh, right. uh, numbers. 28. We've no, done, 26, 28. 26. You did that last time. Oh, I did it last time, didn't I? Sorry. Uh, all right. What about, uh, number nine? Number nine. Number nine. Okay. 
This one is Random Accent. Okay. And it's it says somewhere in Scotland, but you've done mm, that. I've just I've just done Scotland. Glasgow. Glasgow's just fucking rough. So uh, that's it that's I can feel I, what's that comedian coming through? Kevin Bridges. Yeah. Don't need your English bastard money. That's Michael, Michael McIntyre imitating Scottish Scotland. person. But let, yeah, let me roll through my mental uh, roller deck of accents now and ask you to do um, something. Okay, let's see. Hmm. I'd like you to try and do New Zealand, which is difficult oh, because New Zealand's really difficult. It's funny. I just watched an interview. Yes. Uh, of Jacinda. I don't know her last name. The Prime Minister of New Zealand interviewing Jimmy Carr. Oh, yeah. Literally about an hour before you arrived. Jimmy Carr, the comedian. Jimmy from, Carr, the comedian. From England. And so I've got the, I've got the accent in my, in my head, but I just can't reproduce it. Do you know what I mean? Mm, it's difficult. You see, if you try, for me, if I try and do Kiwi, it becomes Australian. If I try and do Australian, it becomes It's the same thing, yeah. Kiwi. Like if I was to do it right, if I, so this beer is called Brewdog Punk IPA, uh, and the, the thing says, United we stand for better beer, fiercely defiant and independent. Okay? Better, now, better beer? Huh? I'm trying. I'm trying to do it myself in my head. Go on. Uh, oh, yeah, I can't do it. I uh, just it, if I was because I again it, I slip into to to Australian Brewdog Punk IPA. That's Australian. United we stand. No, I can't do it. It's United. I, it's it, Ima- it's it's Paul. Imagine you're watching all of the DVD extras from the Lord of the Rings. I never, tri- yeah, Lord of the Rings trilogy with Peter Pete, Peter Jackson. Oh, that's good. Peter Jackson and uh, all of the the people, the good people at the Witter Workshop. Uh, Witter, not Wetter. Wetter oh, the, work- Witter, the Witter. Wetter Workshop, but they, they okay. call it the Witter Workshop. Sto- I, I, I can't do it. Sto- Sto- yeah, you're better than me, though. Store cold, drink fresh. Imagine you're watching uh, an interview with Taika Waititi. I don't know who that is. You don't know who that is? Is that a rugby player? No, he's um, he's a director. He, is he? he? He directed some of the Marvel films and oh, okay. Flight of the Concords. Oh, okay. Fiercely defiant and independent. I can't do it. I, I, it's can't just Australian. It. Okay, you, you slipped almost into South African there, which is weird. We've talked yeah. about this before. It's because those three sound very. There is it, I, something I, similar. I can do South African better. I can do. I can do Australian and South African. New Zealand, I can't do. Like South Africa would be would be like Brewdog Punk IPA. United we stand for better beer. Fiercely defiant and independent. That's ish. Yeah. Yeah. It's better than my non-existent New Zealand. I have Zealand. to say, it takes work getting the accents right. And like me putting you on the spot is a little tricky. But if you, if I gave you, you know, a couple of hours to just watch loads of videos of... Yeah, uh, I'd be able to do it. You'd come back and yeah. you'd have nailed it. Because, you know, because you are good at those accents. Yeah, the... Um, what was I going to say? Oh, shit. There was something I was going to say. You were going to say a number. That's what you were yeah, going to say. Uh, maybe, yeah. There was something about accents, though. That, oh, yeah. What's interesting is that, you know, for us, they sound different. But for a lot of people who aren't English speakers, they won't know the difference. Yes. And I found this out when I did uh, one of my happy hours with um, uh, Nathaniel Drew, who's a YouTuber. He's American. Yes, I know. Uh, well, know of him. And yeah. we, I did, uh, we did the... He, somebody in the comments while we were live said, uh, can you imitate each other's accent? Like, can, uh, so I, pretend, I pretended to be Nathaniel yeah. and he pretended to be me. Uh, and he's got like a really exaggerated English Dick Van Dyke uh, type of, oh, I, I, basically, yeah. Anyway, mm. 
uh, and in the comments, a lot of French people are like, I can't hear the difference between both of their things. And it's so, like, it's a big difference. So but disappointing when people say that to me. Yeah, to but it's just the same as, like, in France, you know. It's difficult for us to tell yeah. a difference whether you're from Alsace or you're from, you know, the north of France or yeah. the, whatever. Like, the south is pretty easy for me to, to understand. But the Belgium, Switzerland, Alsace, or, I, can't, I can't distinguish. The same thing as if, like, people in China... Have, obviously got different accents i could i couldn't tell you for me it, they would just sound to me chinese yeah because it's, it's a language i don't understand it's interesting that that uh, you know when you're listening to a foreign language that you're familiar with even uh, it seems that we uh, i guess we must focus on different things or just like it's almost like um the uh what do you call it like the rainbow or all of the different colors what do you call that i can't remember like you know the oh, spectrum spectrum exactly that uh in your native for language once, for once yeah <laughs> i have a word that you don't <laughs> on this podcast yeah i don't right. think that's ever happened <laughs> it's not me going what's the word in english how do you say that and i like spectrum of course but not this time there's a first time for everything so anyway in the in the same way that some people are able to see the entire spectrum of colors mm. Right. Hmm. Where am I going with this? That, um, like, if you're a native speaker of the language, you're able to, to hear yeah. the entire spectrum of, of accents and yes. everything. Uh, for learners of English, it's sort of like certain, certain things are just not available to you. Like, you can't pick up on uh, things like little subtle changes in accent, which for us are really significant. You say that, though, but it's not only native. I, for me, because there's a lot of Americans that don't hear the difference between yes. English australian new zealand and south african and that like it's the the amount of times i've been to the u.s and i've been to a starbucks or something and somebody asks me if i'm australian yeah and then i go no and then they say are you south african i'm like no you know why because they because they're hearing english there isn't like jason statham or there isn't isn't the queen it's either you know for the americans we are either jason statham charmaine yeah or we are "Eh, hello yeah it's guy Ritchie films yeah or or it's the royal family or the crown downton abbey the crown exactly see the guy Ritchie or the crown or downton abbey (laughs) see the most up the apples and pears fucking hell do you know what i mean like basically hello hello yes either one of those two things whereas if you are anything else then they like uh, are you Australian? Are you? Where are you from? Are you from South Africa? Yeah, like, that's a good point, actually. But yeah, so it's not really. Mm. It's not to do with being. For me, it's not to do with being native or not. It's to do with the amount of. Yeah. It's to do with the spectrum that you grow up in. And British people, we grew up in a in a in a country where uh, the spectrum is so wide on such a small island. On TV, you hear the different accents. Like you, we yes. we get brought up in the mix with the Scottish, the Northern Irish, the Welsh, the different parts of England. Whereas in the US, if you grow up in North Carolina, you're exposed to mostly on TV, the standard American accent and like the, 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 the New York Boston accent, but you don't get British TV over there that much apart from James Bond, the crown guy, Ritchie. It's just that thing about in America where, you know, sometimes you hear American people talking about the world all over the world and they mean America. Yeah. You know, like some American people think the world is America, like America is the world and oh yeah, there's some other places too. Yeah, that so speak it's kind other of, languages. It's kind of a bit like that that's, uh, for, you know, yeah, they don't, 
necessarily get the same exposure to different types of English yeah. that we do in England, where we get all so much American TV and, and films and things. And so we are a lot more familiar with, I feel like we're a lot more familiar with their culture and uh, yeah. accents and stuff. Than they are with ours. Yeah. Although I, I th- also think that, uh, you know, there's a lot that I don't know about American accents and things too. Yeah. Okay. So that was number two. Okay. Um, yes. Do you number 40. Number 40 coming up. So, okay. As a as a person as a comedian, someone who's got a sort of online presence and all that stuff, do you ever worry about getting cancelled? <laughs> and maybe question. we should e- just explain what being cancelled or getting cancelled means. Yeah, uh, getting cancelled or cancel culture is this thing that's popped up in the past few years um, because of the rise of social media, etc. Is where somebody will say something, um, and it's a controversial thing that they've said. And because of that, then the Twitter takes them down. Like somebody on Twitter will be like, oh, look, I found this tweet from 10 years ago uh, where somebody said a homophobic joke. Uh, and uh, now he needs to not, we, we need to cancel this person, which means basically don't watch any of their shows, take them off Netflix, take them like lose all their sponsorship deals. It's not only for comedians, but like YouTubers, um, you know, there's certain YouTubers who, uh, w- something's come up in their in in their videos or in their careers or something, and then they get cancelled. They lose all their monetization. It's like this very knee jerk response. I like the term knee jerk. Like I don't even know where that comes from. It's just like a well, it's because like when you when you jerk your when knee you, when you tap a certain part of your knee, your leg jerks. Oh, I thought it was like a like a knee jerk. I think it's more like just a, a response that people have without thinking. Right, that's a good. That makes Just sense. Like yeah, the, the automatic reflex. Yeah, it's like reflex. this automatic thing now that, you know, as soon as somebody get ex- gets accused now of anything, and it's still not proven, like, all yeah. they lose all of their things. You know, it'd be like, this person's in this film franchise, and they're accused of sexual harassment. Bang. They lose everything. Yeah, they lose, and it's, they lose their job. They lose their career. They lose all their opportunities. Yeah. They lose their place in the industry. And yeah. even if it hasn't actually been proven... That's the kind of scary thing. It's sort of like um, vigilantism of, of sorts. I mean, I think in some cases there's probably justification for it, but who knows? We, we don't I, know. There's yeah. no due process. That's the that's yeah. The thing. I uh, I'm not worried about it because I've done nothing wrong in the sense that, like, if you know, if uh, some sexual harassment had have happened in my you know outside of comedy, because the thing is, is like the like there's a comedian recently that went through it called Chris D'Elia who um, he got, um, uh, it wasn't even accused because it was, well, basically a bunch of women came out saying that he had contacted them when they were underage um, in like a sexual way, you know, like people, like he's good looking, young girls would come to his shows, they would Instagram him and he would uh, then reply to the messages and be like, oh, like, let's hang out. Yeah. whatever let's go whatever whatever the thing was and so this came out like screenshots of these conversations came out and um and he kind of got cancelled he for like a few months he's now back doing his youtube uh, podcast and stuff um but that's actually someone that's done something wrong if you've done a, if you've it's not doing a joke about something wrong is not the same as doing the wrong thing yes so someone like bill burr who's a comedian um in the u.s He's he he 
his co- his topics of jokes are very controversial. He is like uh, he's very misogynistic in his jokes. He's very, but it's it's on purpose, you know. Like yes. I don't think he's not actually misogynistic. Like he doesn't beat his wife. His wife is a is an accomplished writer. Like they get on well together, and this is through having listened to his podcasts for years and seen like. I don't know him personally, but you can kind of get a vibe for who he is. And he's not, it's not just about beating people. It's also about sort of uh, the way you treat, the way he treats his wife. And we know that he's totally reasonable with her and all those things. Well, and and there was a whole thing about him the other day because it was like Bill Burr is uncancelable. Yeah. Because he he hosted the Grammy Awards. I saw that. Uh, And I can't remember the joke that he said, but it was something along the lines of um, you just wait until all these... Uh, white women start complaining about the fact that there's a white cis male presenting all these Latin American awards. Um, and so obviously all the white women on Twitter went crazy being like, nah, 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 nah. thing is he hasn't raped anyone. He hasn't sexually harassed anyone that we know of yet. Like it, maybe it'll come out in like 10 years. But what I mean is, is like you can't be canceled if you're just saying stuff about, and, and you're a comedian. It, I don't think anyone's ever, I don't think there's been a comedian that's been cancelled because they've said a joke. And well, having said that, Kevin Hart lost his job at the Oscars because he made a homophobic joke ten years ten ago. Ten years before. Um, yeah. So, but basically, you don't worry about being cancelled. No, I don't worry do about you? being cancelled because I, I don't. I mean, may, maybe one day I'll make a joke. But if I make, here's the thing: if I make an inappropriate joke and it doesn't go down well, I'll just be like, "All right, cool. The joke didn't work, but it was a joke. Like I'm not." I'm not seriously saying that whatever the joke is. Do you know what I mean? I did think, I, I do think about it though, because I did a video recently with uh, 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 Topito, the French kind of media company yeah. that have a big online presence that a friend of ours works with. And I did a, a video about becoming a dad. And I was rinsing, I was just like, yeah, it's shit, Rant, whatever. Ranting yeah, about I don't it. like it, whatever. And then uh, the guy asked, like, is there some funny parts to it though? And I was like, actually, it's funny. You should ask that. There's a, a, a video. Um, the, a thing that happened the other day where uh, I showed a picture to my baby of uh, a friend of mine called Adam uh, who's one of my best friends in Paris he's gay and I showed the picture of him to Louise and I said Louise who's this what's his name and she took out a dummy and she went a gay gay <laughs> and really? yeah I'll, I'll play I'll play it I'll play the, the audio of it and so I, I was telling just by coincidence, just, just by complete coincidence, because kids yeah. say just sometimes they just say nonsense. Yeah, she can't. I mean, she can't speak properly yet. So that it's not like you've been going to Louise. Look, him, gay, gay, okay, gay, gay, gay. You yeah. haven't been like teaching her. No, exactly. Uh, and so uh, I sent the video to him. He found it hilarious. And so it was. It was kind of this thing. But I remember when I was telling the video. I was te- when I was telling the story. Whatever. Afterwards, I was like, ah. And then I watched the video back online. I was like, ah, like people. There could be some backlash against that, being like, "Oh, Paul's homophobic. He's teaching his daughter how to." Or, or even just just uh, the fact that your daughter pointed at a, a, a guy and said, "Gay, gay," and this is a joke. That the fact that we are that the fact that your friend is gay is the point of the joke, yeah. which is what some people will take it as, yeah. even though. It's fine because Adam himself finds this funny, and it was just a coincidence. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Like, if he, he like, he, does, he would not find it funny. And um, who wouldn't Adam? What 
Like the video, like at no point was I like, oh, should I send it to him? Because he might get offended by it, whatever. I was just like, he's definitely going to find this funny. Oh, so he would not not find it funny. Yeah. He would find it funny. Because there's no no malicious stuff behind it. It's not like, do you know what I mean? Here's the, let me me play it. (laughs) It's just funny (laughs) because Louise. I know. Here's the. uh... What's his name? Uh, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. Adam found that. Yeah, funny. it's just and 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 like we kept on asking her, and she kept on saying a gay, a gay gay, and it's just it it was just super funny. Anyway, so I tell that story on on this video, <laughs> and I was like, mm, I wonder if I I wonder if I if I get any if I'll get any backlash from it or whatever. Um, I didn't. Although maybe in the comments I did. I don't know, but because it hasn't, it didn't reach me. Do you know what I mean? It's like a thing of this is a long conversation about the the cancel thing, but it's interesting. I think like at what stage does do you care what's being said about you on social media? And at what stage does it change actually what's going on? Do you know what I mean? Like for somebody, I think for some, also I'm not famous enough to be cancelled. That's the other thing. And I think a lot of comedians aren't famous enough to be cancelled. Most comedians are not famous enough to be cancelled. There's maybe 10 comedians that if they do something, you're like, oh, you know, um, so yeah, but they're always you're always gonna it, once you get that famous, you then have a fan base that do follow you, and kind of no matter what you do, you might lose some of them because of a of a joke that you've made or whatever. But the the the, the majority of them, as long as you're being honest to yourself, like they're still gonna be, you know, they'll still support you and still, you know, yeah, watch your comedy. As a comedian, you're always gonna get a certain amount of negative reaction from people. Mm. And including, you know, there's always going to be some dislike in comment sections and stuff like that. But uh, to when does that actually turn into um, the majority of people being, you know, finding something that you've done unacceptable to the point where suddenly you are not uh, bankable as a as a performer in some yeah. way again? Yeah, uh, exactly. But, but um, yeah. But it's not something you need to worry about, as you've said, because um... yeah, well, because right now, like I'm, I'm pretty independent. Like I'm doing my stuff on YouTube and my stuff on stage. I've got my producer. Yeah, but she doesn't like if if I if she stopped working with me, like I'd still be able to f- book. You know, she just helps me do the job. Like I'd still be able to do it. So it's not it's not like I've got a multi million dollar contract with Disney that all of a sudden would come to an end if I said something outrageous. Yes. Okay, well, I'm glad we we've um, dealt with that. You're gonna get... <laughs> do, you, do you worry about getting cancelled on your podcast? Uh, no, I don't think so. No, mm, I mean, obviously, I worry about sort of saying something that's without intending to be offensive, but yeah. then later realizing, oh, that that could have been taken wrong. You know, obviously, yeah, I worry about those things. And there was that. Do you remember the time? I'm, I'm going to get dragged drag myself back into this but i'll i'm I'm not because i'm going to handle it with with um deft and 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 care and attention (laughs) there was that time when i was talking about um some kind of funny toilet somewhere in the world and it was in taiwan okay i don't i don't remember the details of the thing the toilet but it was like a toilet that played music or something and it was like in taiwan and i said oh it's gonna happen again i'm (laughs) i'm gonna open the can of worms right here and now but i will say if you feel motivated if you feel moved to get in touch with me about this to tell me to straighten me out on this subject don't 
Okay. So the thing is, I said Taiwan was in China. Oh, okay. Yeah, that it was part of China. Yeah. And then I was told, no, it's not part of China. Yeah. And then I apologized and said, oh, I said it was part of China and it's not. And then somebody else. And then someone else said, no, it fucking is part of China. And then like, you know, and then I was like, all right, okay. And I still to this day get people writing to me going, I think Taiwan is or is not part of China. Even now, someone is going, I must inform him of of what's... The, I mean, keep it to yourselves. Yeah, no one I cares. I understand it's complicated. Uh, I, I, we, I, I know because you know we've got Northern Ireland in our in our country, and yeah, you know, we, 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 it's political people, stuff is a nightmare. It's like Catalan, Catalonia, and yeah, Spain. Absolutely. And if you're from Taiwan, uh, from China, wherever, and you're dealing with your political stuff, you won't give a shit about what's going on in Spain. Do you know what I mean? So, but I mean, it's it, not that I don't give a shit. It's more just that, like, I don't have a. I mean, I just, I'm not. It's not nothing to do. It's nothing to do with me. Yeah, it's and, not. It's not that you don't care. It's just that we we don't. There's so much else going on yeah. that you can't keep up with everything everywhere in the world. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Unfortunately, it would be great to be able to know everything about everywhere and know all of the political things about everywhere and not make a misstep about Israel, Palestine, about Taiwan, China, about Hong Kong, China, about Northern Ireland, Catalonia, about all the, like, it would be, it would be amazing to not be able to misstep, but you, you can only do so much, you know? Exactly. This is fun, as long isn't as, it, folks? As long as it's not <laughs> ill-intentioned and clearly you're not an ill-intentioned person. No, no, Exactly. Exactly. So if you, you know, if you want to tell me about uh, a country, go ahead. Anyway, as far as I'm concerned, it, we're all citizens of Lepland. Oh, I love it. Lepland. So, so sorted it out at the end. Is that kind of like uh, Teletubby Land? It's a bit like Teletubby Land, except without the slightly dark, weird, post-apocalyptic vibe that you get from Teletubbies. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it, Teletubbies? Yeah. Well, do you know what? We've only just started watching it because uh, now Louise is, 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 is on cartoons yes and so we're just watching whatever is on netflix or amazon and so she just points to the screen i'm like what do you want to watch she pointed to teletubbies one time yeah. now she loves it but I'd, I'd forgotten there was like real stuff in there as in like it's all like teletubbies teletubbies and then it goes it cuts away to like a video thing of like real life yes it's not in the car i don't remember that I mean, I was too old for Teletubbies back then anyway, but uh, not by a long way, by a few years. I used to watch it at university with my friends. Did you? That must must have been amazing, watching that drunk or high. It was a very, very (laughs) weird show, but not because of the condition that we were in, because the show is objectively really, really weird. With a baby's face in the sun that comes up. It's and then just, at the end of the day, these speakers come up and say, time for Tubby, bye-bye, and they all have to go underground. I, I have not, we've not watched it to the end. We don't get to the end of it's it, like anything. some Orwellian dystopian future <laughs> where, I, I, I don't know. Anyway, um, pick a number, and hopefully it'll be guess the idiom, so that I didn't cart this book all the way here for no reason. This extremely Eight. heavy book, it's not really. Heavy. 18. 18. Uh, 18. Guess the idiom. Oh, come on. Actually, it was guess the punchline, but we're not doing that. Yeah. We can guess the idiom instead. <laughs> okay, okay. As I just sort of um, flick through some pages in the idiom dictionary, let's see what we find. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. When you want something to be done quickly, you might say this. Like, get me another beer and... Mm-mm-mm. And step on it. 
That's good, but it's not right. Step on it like you're in a car. Vroom, vroom, vroom. Step on it. And get on with it. No, it's not really idiom, is it? Uh, it, it uh, for me, it's, it's, it's connected to... On the double. On the double is good. Think of crocodiles. Get me another beer and... <laughs> Snap. Uh, Imagine this. He said, get me a crocodile and, and make it... Make it snappy. There you go. Oh, make it snappy. Okay. Never heard that joke? Get me a crocodile and make it snappy. No. Okay, well, there's a first time for everything, as we've already established. Do you want another one? Yeah, go on. Um, okay, this one is when you want someone to be quiet, stop talking, or to stop making noise. Shut up. It's good, but it's not right. <laughs> um, it, it refers to an item of clothing that you might wear on your foot. Think of the things that you put on your feet. Socks, 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 socks. Put a sock in it. Put a sock in it. Yes. It's good, isn't it, that? I like it. Put a sock in yeah, it. Yeah, because it's very visual. It's like literally put a sock in your mouth and that will stop you from talking. And I've, I think in films they put do that and they put tape over the top of it. Right. They In films they do stick... Like the bad guys. Stick a sock in, or some piece of cloth in your mouth and stick yeah. tape over it. Oh, awful. But do you know, the, apparently the, uh, the origin of this expression may refer to early gramophones. You know those old record players? Yeah where you'd put the needle on and there was like a big speaker yeah. and the sound would come out of yeah. the metal cone, yeah. right? So, um, For anyone watching this episode, <laughs> that was a very funny moment where Luke tried to do... He, he's, he's holding a book in one hand, the Idioms book. He's holding the microphone in the other hand. And at some point, he tried to use a third hand to explain something, realised he didn't have three hands and then put the book and the microphone. It probably sounded weird as well. It probably sounded like a weird... Anyway... Go watch the video. <laughs> so uh, those old gramophones, they didn't have volume controls on them because it was very simple. There was no electricity either. Oh, of course, It was yeah. just a needle and then the, the vibration that was the sound would be, would be amplified through the cone shape of the gramophone. Exactly. And so to turn the volume down, what would you, what would you do? You'd put a sock in it. Put a sock in it. No Literally way. put a sock inside the cone of the, the, the gramophone and that okay. would mute the sound. Interesting. Put a sock in it. Put a sock in it. Yeah, I guess they do that for uh, like trumpets and brass. You know, like they put a, yes. not a sock, but like a, a rubber thing in the end. Well, like, I think like a muffler. I think also it would refer to trumpets as well that you could mute or you know deaden the sound of a trumpet by putting a sock in it. Mm. So there you go. So I think Paul, maybe we should put a sock in it <laughs> now. Oh, look at the transition. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, well, listeners, I hope you enjoyed that. It, we, we, we veered into quite serious territory. We did, but we came out of it. We did. We survived. Do you think? Do you feel like we survived? Maybe we'll get cancelled. We're going to get cancelled now, aren't Maybe we? Maybe in two weeks I'll, be, I'll, I'll, I'll receive a bunch of tweets. I'll be like, oh, no, what happened? Mm. There'll be news all over French news. Paul Taylor said something outrageous on Luke's English podcast, but none of us understood it, so he's not cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> There's the Russians who are going to complain about your accent. The Taiwanese who the, are going to go the, mental. The, pe- the people of New Zealand are going to be very offended. Yeah. Um, South Africans as well. South Africans, Taiwanese, Scottish people. Northern Ireland. Yeah. Spain and Catalonia. God, my mum. Don't forget the, the terrible things we said about my mum. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the thing. Most people are like, I can't believe the things you said about Luke Thompson's mum. Yeah. That's, uh, there's a lot of people to be mad at us at this episode, and it's only 47 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right. Here's what we're going to do now. First of all, we're going to tell them that they can, they will be able to watch now. Um, 
Paul Taylor's Happy Hour Live, which is on Paul Taylor's YouTube channel, which uh, is called Paul Taylor on it's, YouTube. No, it's called Paul Taylor's Happy Hour it's Live. Called, it's called Paul I cre- Yeah, I created a new YouTube channel. Okay, so there's Paul Taylor on YouTube, and there's Paul Taylor's Happy Hour Live on YouTube. Go there, and you'll find um, probably... Oh, that was a Oh, noise. that's the one hour. Oh. We've got one hour until we go live. So you'll find it anyway. Also, I'll put it on the, the page for this episode on my website. And also, you'll find the link to that video in the description for this. If you want to see more of, of us talking crap together. Although, you're going to be the host for this one. And uh, I will be uh, subject to your For questions. the Happy Hour Live, the yeah. Well, and the cool thing is, is uh, Happy Hour Live. Not that, again, I, what we said this, I think, last time is that... Uh, it's the, the audience asks us questions, and I'm like the moderator of the questions. Um, but sometimes not. But the thing is, I would say watch it live because then you can ask Luke something live, but you won't be able to watch it live because even though it's happening in the future for us, it happened in the past for you. Yep. <laughs> but you can still watch it later. You can watch it after the live, yeah. So um, definitely watch it. Anyway, check the links and stuff. You'll find the video there. And also, if you want to, you know, page the page page for this episode on my website, you'll find it there as well. Um, uh, I think that's it. I think oh, the other thing is we need to order some food. We do. What do you want to get? Uh, um, uh, uh, any ideas? I, I there's two things that why we, you, you sound excited about something that I you was going to suggest. Have. I was going to suggest something. Go on. What uh, were you going to suggest? I was going to suggest that we get a bibimbap. A bibimbap. I don't had, know what that is. You but don't it know what sounds amazing. Is. I, it's uh, is it like um, burgers but uh, uh, Asian? Uh, no? Asian. Yes. Uh, is so bibimbap a ty- is that the name of the restaurant or is that a type of food? Type of food. So I want to shout, give a shout out to all the Korean. Lepsters in the house. How do you spell it? Bibim. So search for Bibim House. B I B B I B M B I B M B I B Hold on. B I B I M B A P. No, no, just B. Sorry, Bibim, and then the word house. Bibim House is the restaurant, and they don't deliver to here. We couldn't find anything for Bibim House. It's because it's too far away from where you uh, opening a bibimbap's opening later. Bibim, but bibim bibimbap is a Korean food. It's a type of Korean food. Okay, so I want to give a shout out to my Korean listeners. You know, well, because the other thing that I was going to suggest was Korean fried chicken. Oh well, fine. Because Let's do that. Uh, Korean, there's a Korean fried chicken place. Yeah, uh, which is amazing. But we can. I, I'm up for bibimbap because I always have Korean fried chicken. Um. Okay. So shout out for to shout out to the shout out to the Koreans. Koreans, thank you for inventing Korean food, uh, including bibimbap and anything else that comes from uh, Korea. So thank you very much for that. So the only people who will be happy, uh, the only nation or culture uh, that will not want to cancel us. <laughs> Will be the Koreans, unless we somehow pronounced bibimbap wrong, and then they'll be unhappy. Yeah, we, we, the way you pronounced it means your mother's a whore. <laughs> well, who's and now you've just insulted mouth. everyone in Korea's mums. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, we're going to chow down on some nice Korean food. Uh, thank you very much for listening to this episode and for watching the video. If indeed you have been watching it, and if you made it all the way to the end of this video, then well done. You are brilliant. Thank you so much. Because, you know, YouTube uh, metrics suggest that you stopped watching this about 40 minutes ago. (laughs) 
So <laughs> if if you're still watching, then you are you're one of the good ones. You're not one of the. But you know what that you know what the reason it is is because they watch it and then they hit pause and then they go and make a coffee and they come back and go and like, eat some bibimbap and go come and back. eat some bibimbap. Go onto Twitter and go. You need to cancel Luke and Paul. Then come back to it and then. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, in any case, have a lovely day, morning, afternoon, evening, or night, and uh, I will speak to you soon. Um, Ladies and gentlemen of Luke's English Podcast, thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to me again. This is always a pleasure. Yes, indeed. Okay, well, bye-bye, everyone. Do you want to say bye-bye with yeah, you? Yeah, I, 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 normally you do the bye-bye-bye. Or have do. you stopped doing that? No, I know. I keep doing you that. You keep doing yeah, that. All right. I'll get cancelled if I stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you very much, everyone. Speak to you again on the podcast soon. But for now, it's time to say goodbye. Bye. 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 bye, bye. Okay, listeners, so that was Paul Taylor again. And let me remind you that you can see a video of that conversation with Paul and me in his studio. Um, uh, It looks a bit like an episode of Happy Hour Live with Paul Taylor, just with worse video quality. (laughs) Because my camera is not as good as his. He's got an amazing SLR with a really good lens on it and stuff. His videos look fantastic. Mine, on the other hand, look a little bit more sketchy, but, you know, they do the job. They do the trick. So you can see the video of this episode um, on the page for this episode on my website, of course, where you can find so many wonderful, wonderful things, as I always tell you, but also on my YouTube channel. Don't forget to smash the like button, okay, guys? Um, And uh, also you can see the video of my appearance on Paul's live show uh, in the same place and on his YouTube channel. Right. Good. Great. There you go. Um, okay. Well, that was, it was kind of um, a mixed bag in the sense that you got like a bit of stupid, trivial nonsense in this episode and also some serious conversation about being cancelled, about cancel culture. Um, as ever, uh, we're curious to see what you think. So do leave your comments in the comments section. I think we're pretty much done here. Okay. I could remind you of Luke's English Podcast Premium, couldn't I? I could do that. I could tell you how, um, if you want to, you know, get all those lessons from me, uh, teaching you vocabulary, pronunciation and grammar, probably in that order, um, then you could go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info if you wanted to. So I could tell you that, but I, I think I won't. I think I won't tell you that. I think instead um, we're going to end the episode Okay, so it's not too long. But before we do that, I am going to sing a song for you, which, um, you know, something I like to do. So if you don't like the songs, that's fine. You can check out now. You've been listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Right. But for those of you who want to stay for the music, you can. And the song I'm going to do today is I'm Only Sleeping by the Beatles. I mean, it's specifically by John Lennon. And um, this is from the 1966 uh, Revolver album. And it's, 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 a, it's a song for those people who love to have a lie-in, right? Um, those people who like to stay in bed in the morning and like to roll over onto the cool side of the pillow and go back to sleep. Mm, those people who like to sleep in so if you're one of those sleepy types of people, this is a song for you. And it's all about, yeah, 
the joys of staying in bed, which is a nice thing to do from time to time, isn't it? I think you'll agree. Okay, you'll find the lyrics, you'll find a link to the lyrics on my website if you'd like to read them. But uh, it's time for me to play the song and then um, you'll get the jingle. So I'm going to say bye-bye, 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 bye-bye to you again because I've already done it with Paul. Um, And then you'll get the song and then the jingle. Okay, so thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoy the song. But for now, it's time to say goodbye, bye-bye, bye-bye again, again, bye-bye, 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 bye-bye. When I wake up early in the morning Lift my head I'm still yawning When I'm in the middle of a dream Stay in bed Float upstream Float upstream Please don't wake me No, don't shake me Leave me where I am I'm only sleeping Everybody seems to think I'm lazy I don't mind I think they're crazy Running everywhere at such a speed Until they find There's no need There's no need Please don't spoil my day I'm miles away And after all I'm only sleeping Keeping an eye on the world going by my window and taking my time Lying there and staring at the ceiling Waiting for a sleepy feeling Please don't spoil my day I'm miles away And after all I'm only sleeping Keeping an eye on the world Going by my window And taking my time When I wake up early in the morning Lift my head I'm still yawning When I'm in the middle of a dream Stay in bed Float upstream Float upstream Please don't wake me No, don't shake me Leave me where I am I'm only sleeping Thanks for listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Mom. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar and pronunciation teaching from me and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription, you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.